Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> My, yeah, well, yeah. Oh, we are. Okay. Well, woo. Good morning, everyone. Uh, you know, we got a lot of technical issues, and we're getting a couple minutes late, but oh, well, it's all good. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Kick Ashery. What the hell is Kick Ashery? Uh, Kick Ashery is my opportunity to brag on my buddies and my friends and my mentors and the people who have influenced me. And I'm doing that unapologetically. Uh, this dude right here is an awesome friend. He's been amazing. And he, uh, he's got some skills that I wish I could even touch. Uh, so, you do. Juan, real quick, give us the 30-second elevator pitch. Who are you? What do you do? And we'll, we'll Juan Cortez. I'm a transplant from Chicago. 20 years ago, uh, moved to Maryland, uh, doing cell tower climbing, things of that sort. And here, uh, through my new uh, found talent networking, I met you, Dale, about mm -hmm. what three or four years ago, give or take. Ish. Yeah. 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 So um, yeah, we were at a, a BNI meeting, and absolutely. Were you? Did you sit next to me? Is that how that worked? Yeah, yeah. Okay, and we just oh, we lost him. Rut row. All right. Hopefully. Anyway, I'll continue on with the story. So yeah, we were at a, a chamber, not chamber, a BNI uh, breakfast, and he was invited in, and we just started chatting and kind of hit it off, and, and just went from there. We been great friends ever since as a matter of fact the last time i was in maryland doing some uh doing the mud dog run i actually crashed at his house he, him and his family were very generous to me and, and allowed me to to crash at their place so yeah uh kind mm, of love technical issues got to love it let's make sure he's not sending me a message over on my phone somewhere not yet um, here's the thing with Juan. The thing that I love about this dude is his generosity, his outlook on life and his ability to connect with people. You know, he's got a pretty eclectic background. He's from a big city, but now he lives in a smaller community there in Maryland. And he has got this ability to connect with people on super quick and that's what's really cool about it is all right hold on a second let's see if he can get reconnected here real quick yo okay are you back yeah what happened you just froze um i don't know it, it was funny because you said did you sit next to me you're like <laughs> and that's it you froze i'm like uh okay my bad Okay. All right. Well, let's 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 just keep rolling on. Yeah. I was just so telling I everybody. Did say, I did sit next to you. Yes. Yes, and I was just telling everybody what kind of a, a pompous, arrogant uh, schmuck. You, I mean, no, no, that, not so much. That... <laughs> well, it depends on the Tuesday, I guess. Exactly. Exactly. Depends <laughs> on what kind of underwear I'm wearing for the day. Um, well, I'm just appreciating that you do wear underwear because I was just telling everybody that I I was staying at your house for a while. And uh -huh. that was rather awkward. It was. I'm not Fair. lying, just saying. It was. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, you have this ability, dude, to connect with people so quickly and authentically. That right there is a word that I'm not hearing a lot 
in networking and in communication is authenticity. Um, yeah, you know what? You're right. You're right. I don't hear it that often either. There's so often, you know, when we're looking around the the interwebs and we're listening to all of the coaching <clears throat> and everything that we should be doing, there I, I should I should back up. In the live streaming community, that is the top of mind piece is authenticity in the live streaming community. And the coaches, like a good friend of mine, Jennifer Quinn, who talks about this and she coaches high level professionals on this. She, that's her top thing is being genuine, being right here and being with you. And that's one thing that you and I, I feel are really good about that is being able to connect with people. So is that something you consciously do that you think about, okay, how do I connect with this person? Or is it just a natural talent for you? Um, it, you know, I, I, I've always had that, I want to say gift about people connecting with me right away. And then within a matter of minutes or 10, 15 minutes or whatever the case may be, they're telling me their life story. It's happened to me all my life, but it wasn't until I moved out here and met some people, mentors and things of that sort that fine tuned that ability. Say, hey, you have something here. What, what, why are you not, you know, uh, what's the word I want to use? Uh, um, going capitalizing. With that, you know, capitalizing yeah. on that, correct. Um, and, and it was, and there is a couple of things just to, so nowadays I do use it subconsciously, but I do practice that uh, from time to time, actually almost on a daily basis, just picks a random person and just try to connect with them and keep those skills up. Because after a while, it, it, it does become a skill, especially in the line of work that we're in. I do outside sales, uh, and you get all kinds of walk of life, and you get a lot of construction guys, and you know how that can be, right? So, um, but yeah, I, I appreciate that you noticed that, uh, and I didn't know that until I, I grew up. Well, grew up in size, not as you know, what am I going to do when I grow up, kind of deal. Uh, but yeah, I appreciate that you that you noticed that. Oh yeah, yeah, man, because it's. It's legit, man. And I'm not the only one that sees that. I see Michelle's on here. Michelle has, has made Michelle comments two L's. as well. Michelle yep, two L's. With, with the two L's, of course. And so here's, let me ask you this. If someone is wanting to be a better conversationalist, because I, I equate this to our ability to converse, to build relationships, to have that connection with other people. Sure. Is it a self-confidence thing? Is it a knowledge-based thing? Is it a willingness to put yourself in awkward positions? What is it that allows guys like you, and I'm not to your level, but I feel like I can connect with a lot of people. Oh, you, well. are. Um, you, you are. You are to that level, brother. You just don't know it yet, man. You no, okay. Okay, fair enough. And I'm not going to argue with that. But the thing is, though, is I am not as quick as you are oh, okay gotcha. you and i can be literally i remember we were having lunch at was it green turtle or or something like Z that panini with uh, michelle when we first no, met. no 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 it was just you and i it was just you and i and uh we were sitting at lunch i want to say it was green turtle but it could have been who knows where and the waitress walks up i acknowledged her and and i chit chatted with her for a few seconds but by the time we were finished with lunch, she hung out at our table and was talking to you. <laughs> and it wasn't a flirting thing. It wasn't, it was that 
you had connected with her so quickly. <laughs> Sorry. Um, you had connected with her so quickly that she was willing to talk to you. And even though I was good with the chit chat, you were able to like dive in be like, okay, well you're working here. Where else are you working? And how's your boyfriend and this and that I'm sitting there going, dude, that's kind of, that's kind of being pushy, but you have this ability to just do it off the cuff and not be pushy about it and connect with people. It's uh, and I appreciate that. And it's a combination of all things, to be honest with you, a little bit of, uh, everything but it's mostly trying to uh, be observant you know you do your body language thing and i'm more of an uh, an, uh, an eye guy as they say right because i truly am an eye guy right when it comes to to women females it's i love the eye thing right but um i always try to observe and try to there's something with the the way i guess their body structure is or how they're coming at you how whether they're posturing they must be in a bad mood or however the case may be and just kind of capitalize on that and just you know, if I see a tattoo, I learned this from uh, one of my mentors, uh, Dean Marchese. If they have a tattoo, it's like great ink, nice ink, and be genuine about it and say, you know, my question to them is the icebreaker is there's got to be a story behind. Sorry, there's got to be a story. Uh, um, hello. Coming back to you live. Uh, here we go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So there's got to be, I always say, that there's got to be a story behind that specific tattoo because, you know, mm-hmm. some, you know, and, and believe it, a lot of people will respond. like, holy crap, you actually care or you noticed or whatever. And I do it genuinely, you know, um, and, and I and I capitalize on it. The lady with the lamps. Remember that? You mm-hmm. know, when she started saying it belonged to her mom and stuff. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, it's like it was so sentimental to her. It meant a lot to her. And to have somebody just ask a question, it's like tell me the story behind those lamps and look what happened. She just, it just, this like aura of light came over her and mm-hmm. it was like, you know, so that's what I try to do. Um, you know, I don't do it. Uh, I don't know. It's just, to me, it just comes natural. You know, it's a skill that you can learn. It's like the body language thing. You know, I'm becoming more conscious about that kind of stuff. Uh, and, uh, but yeah, that's just me, man. I always, I always want to approach somebody like I would want to be approached or how I want people to listen to me or, or, or to that effect. You know, I always practice, uh, what do I call that? Um, uh, you know, the making a difference thing or, mm-hmm. or remember I was talking to you yesterday about creating legacy, right? Mm-hmm. How you create a legacy, you create a legacy by everything that you do, whether, whether a service or touching a product or anything is part of you, your soul is, and you invested time in that. So, and, and you really want them to walk away and says, man, some dude just asked me about this and that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's just me. And I appreciate that you notice that. And there's people around me that notice that, uh, I always show up at ball games, uh, with my son, uh, even at band, uh, things that we were doing with the both kids. And I always shook everybody's hand. I always took time to say hi. You know, sometimes it was too long, you know, with my family, but at the end of the day, they saw me as that person. Right. And, uh, right. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, that's my thing. Well, and I totally agree with you. And, and I was having a conversation with, uh, Vicki Lynn uh, like a week ago about this as well is having ownership in what you do. You know, you touched, touched on, you know, our legacy and, and what we touch, we put a part of ourselves into. 
at the same time though, man, there's so many people and I've been there and I feel that you've been there as well is that you've been in a situation, whether it's a job or an organization or whatever, where you have no in, uh, ownership, you, you don't have that input. And it's, it's hard for me and I'll only speak for myself. It's hard for me to be that authentic person when I'm in an environment or an organization or a job or, or a relationship with a friend or a colleague or whatever, where I'm not being authentic, you know? And, and how do you, and how do you, how do you, you have to learn to adapt and overcome at those situations. It, it, yeah. it truly is. That is work. <laughs> it is. Well, and you have to be, and here's where your honesty with yourself comes in is that you have to be honest with yourself and you have to, you have to kind of take um, inventory of your situation and say, okay, why do I feel like crap? Why am I not okay? Why, why am I not myself in this situation? Right. And be honest with yourself and say, okay, is it me? Is it them? Is it the organization? Is it the program? What's going on? Take that inventory and be able to, like you said, then figure it out. Right. You and know, having, friends, having friends and acquaintances – um, uh, mentors and things of that sort, like you have, you have an abundance of mentors in your past that have gotten you to where you are today. Uh, to have that and debrief with them, I think it's important to debrief. You know, I I debrief a lot of and I unload a lot of crap on Regina, my wife. You know, uh, her and I are in constant touch, and it almost seems like it's a lopsided thing. But it's like I need to get these thoughts and and things out of my head. Uh, sure, I can write. But honestly, it's like I'd rather have the input back right away. And, you know, I think she's very smart. And I think I have I actually look up to Regina uh, in a lot of ways. And it's like, I need your input. You know, what do you think? We may disagree or agree or whatever the case may be. Right. But at the end of the day, it gets that out of me. And then it gives me time to process. When you talk out loud, sometimes, right, you get the answers. And, and you know, it's always about uh, – you know, we're always talking about business, you know, customer loyalty. Well, how can you go from customer loyalty? I want I don't want the, the loyalty. I want the raving client, the raving review client, the one that's going to say, you know, the one that can't stop talking about a product or a service that you provide, things of that sort. Um, and how do you do that? You want you them to drink the Kool-Aid. Absolutely. You have to have them see your vision, you mm -hmm. know, and, and how do you do that is by being sincere, being humble. I think that's one of the things that I've always instilled, grew, grew up with that and always tried that with my kids. And I've said this in previous videos, always practice humility, no matter what. Even if you may know more than this guy or that person, be humble, man. Don't, you know, I never practice the eyes. It's always the we and the us in the team environment, you know. Take now, let hits. me ask you on that. Let me ask you on that because I'm 100% with you on that. Humility is, is very big in my, in my life. Let me ask you on that, though, is at what point do you go from being humble to being self-depriving? Because when, when do you go from humble to lacking confidence? Lacking confidence? Uh, that That is a good question. Um, I have run into that, as a matter of fact, recently, where uh, I come in humble and all that, and this, this client's beating me up, and and you know, holy the I know more than you, and and he did, and I said, 
Man, I felt so uncomfortable. You know, the armpits sweating, you know, the man boob right. perspiring, you know, my man boobs are perspiring hard, you know, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I forgot to put the order in there, you know, that kind of deal. Um, and, and that, and I was like, you know, I stopped them. I said, you know, and I was sincere and honest with them. I was like, you know what? This conversation is not going anywhere. I do apologize if I stepped on any toes. Uh, I'm, this is beyond my realm of knowledge, but tell you what, let me, uh, why don't you send me an email kind of threw back on them, threw me an email of what you want discussed and we can readjourn some, some other time and I'll, and I'll be educated then. Um, and I think they were taken back. And the guy says, you know what, I pre- in the email, he says, I appreciate you taking accountability for not knowing what what I was trying to explain to you. Because he was getting frustrated because I was like, uh, and uh, oh, the thing that irks me the most, Dale, and, and, and you were talking about this at the beginning, is script. People that are on scripts. That freaking kills me. There's a time and a place for it. Yes, I completely agree. Uh, but man people that walk into an office and it's like script, 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 script. Some people just want to bullshit with you. Some people just want to, you know, ask them about their day, ask them about their kids. I think the common ground is key. I think that's the one gift I've always, always, um, uh, walk into any, any place is find a common ground. You know, you and I obviously have kids. We're both married. We have animals We're dogs you know, veterinarian thing, background, uh, you know, Michelle, Michelle Miller, I'm just throwing names out that we both know, you know, we connect, uh, she's into photography. She loves landscape or seascapes and things of that sort. I'm into all that, you know, Mark Savannah is another guy that him and I, who know him and I would even connect. Right. And we do. We have, you know, he's, you know, he can't blame the guy. He's on the wrong side of the world with the Philly, Philly Eagles and not the Dallas Cowboys, but you know, you still got to love a brother. You know what I mean? He's in the football, so am I. You know, whatever. So, uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, you got to give Mark a hug and say, it's okay, brother. There is room on our train if you want to come. But Yeah, but who's in the playoffs? Yeah, I know. Uh, it, it's okay, though. It's a rebuilding. Just, no worries. Just, just saying. Just throwing that on the table. <laughs> you um, did. You did. <laughs> and then we're just going to. So here's, you know, and, and you're absolutely right, is is humility and and confidence can be together. And that's something that I've struggled with is my confidence being, you know, I've got an issue with braggarts. And I've talked about this a lot. Uh, bragging is an issue, but you need to be confident in what you're doing. And it's so interesting being introspective and saying, okay, what are the things that I'm confident about? And what are the things that I just suck ass at? And when I'm taking stock in that, I'm like, oh, okay, well, the things that I can stand up without even thinking about, and I can step up and talk about it with confidence. There you go. But at the same time, though, is that it's okay to be humble enough and confident enough in yourself to say, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Yep. Yep. You know, whether it's your spouse, whether it's your client, whether it's your boss, whomever, it doesn't matter. It's okay to say, I'm wrong. Now with me, you better prove, prove it that I'm wrong. And if, if right. I'm proven wrong, then fair enough, you know, <laughs> but at the same time though, I think what you're touching on a lot is conversational skills. It's not a sales skill. It's a conversational skill. It's, it's, it's a, it's a getting in touch skill. It's, it's being able to be, and Michelle wrote it down a second ago, empathy. 
you got to be careful with empathy versus sympathy. Yeah. But yes, yeah. you need to be able to sympathize. Let the Mexican help you sympathize. Thank you. Thank you. Andale, Joe Joe So with all that said is I'm kind of, dude, and I might be wrong. Help me out here because you are in the trenches every day. You are out there doing the sales thing and the relationship. You know, you're building lots of micro relationships in your business. Is it a sales technique issue or is it a lack of conversation skills? And connection skills. Uh, well, like with you? No, in general, in, general. in the sales environment, in in the business environment. Um, I think I think it's uh, I think it's lack of conversation skills. You know, because the former company I used to work for for many years, we had uh, uh, we had uh, training sessions and we did the role play. Let's you know, and we and we kept doing it and before i would walk into an office i would call one of my co-workers and say hey i role play i'm walking in this building blah blah, blah. and then it's like okay no you can't think that because you take two seconds way too long it's done you know so you got to keep rolling and um conversation i think uh sales sales stuff you can learn you know you can study you can read books and things of that sort but it's really kind of like going uh off the cuff comedians do that all the time improvise mm-hmm. improvisation i think is key to our really our my job is you got to improvise all the time and uh ooh, there goes my earpiece um i have i have yeah i i'm running into that kind of friction almost every day in my business with management where you know uh they're they're going on script 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 and it's like no dude you, you can't you can't ask for the world, the first day you meet somebody, you gotta, you gotta finesse. You gotta, you know, you gotta talk to them and, and really conversate. Don't, don't tell them what to do. You, you, you just the conversation. Um, it's a long game versus short game. Yeah. It, it's a long game versus short game. And, and, and I hope that answers your question as far as uh, conversation skills versus uh, sales skills. And the no, you never answer my question. You usually uh, go off and do your own thing. Anyway, I, so. I agree. I, you're right. Ah, pain in the, um, but you know, back in the day, man, um, when I really first started getting into true sales, you know, was when I was doing cell phones and that's a cutthroat. I mean, that, that's a, that's a salesy, salesy business, um, especially back in the day. And that's one of the things that I learned was the short game versus long game. And I used to have, there's a, a telephone as ironic as it may be. We sold cell phones. And this dude kept coming in to sell us an office phone system, right? <laughs> and we just kept it, it was it turned into this this ongoing. He'd drop in about every two weeks. We were on his route, and he'd drop in every two weeks, and he'd try to sell us uh, a telephone networking system. And he'd try, dude. There's three of us in our office, and he's trying to sell us the system for like a hundred people, <laughs> and, you know. And he was a hardcore salesperson. I mean, he was the lick and stick throw them on the wall. If they stick great, if not move down the road. Oh, wow. And you know, the, the thing that he and I had a lot of debates over was my thing is long-term relationships with my clients. I want, mm-hmm. I don't, because you sell yourself first, you're mm-hmm. selling lawn. You're not selling equipment. You're selling lawn first by utilizing the equipment to get in the door. I mean, that's, that's, that's the reality of the relational sales. And I used to sit down with him all the time. I'm like, dude, 
I don't care if someone buys from me today, but mm. guess what? When they're ready to, to convert their entire family over, guess what? I'm not going to get one sale. I'm going to get five sales. And, or this business, they're not ready to do it. But guess what? I'm going to analyze their account. I'm going to talk them through it. And maybe in six months, I'll get 50 accounts. Right? Yeah, 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 absolutely. But he, his opinion was that I don't give a shit. If you're not buying from me today, I'm moving on. So there was no relationship building there. The other you thing still see, also, you see that a lot in my business too, is that. Right. It's still relevant. It still Check, happens. And really think about this, Dale. And I don't mean to interrupt, but no, think about you this. Do. Uh, yes, that is true. You have inside salespeople and what do they do? They wait for the public to come to them. So they really don't give a crap. They're like, yeah, whatever. You're going to need me more than I need you because you're right. coming to me. And the outside, outside sales gig, we're going to the clients. Right. So therefore, it's a completely different game. Right. And uh, I had uh, recently I had a, uh, a salesman like 40 years uh, for a flooring company said, Juan, how is it that you uh, can go to offices and create business? I don't understand that. I, and I was so honest with that. I was like, well, uh, I don't think you're ever going to understand if you're in the business this long and you're in inside sales. It, it, a lot of inside sales guys try to go outside and they don't make it. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. Right. It just doesn't, you know. And then, and then, of course, what do we try to do? I try to uh, create a personal um, uh, signature to everything I do. I haven't really found the one that really truly works all the time, but I always try to leave something about me so that they can think. Uh, or if they remember, hey, it's Juan, you know. Right. Um, always try to. I, and I'll give you a real quick example. Many years ago, I stopped into this uh, drywall contractor. Huge. I mean, humongous company out of state, out of Ohio. And um, next thing you know, um, out of Cleveland, uh, I kept in. I got shut down, got shut down. So I said, you know what? I'm going to try this different. Every two weeks, I would drop off bagels. And I would do a peel and stick business card on my thing and i would i would put three or four at a time because i remember uh, uh competitors of mine peeling it off and then putting theirs on right so uh i i kept doing this every two weeks i, I said no i'm not here for anything else i'm just dropping these off i'm just dropping and every two weeks this is be a rotation right mm -hmm. and after about two and a half three months of doing this uh i was on vacation and i didn't get to stop in on that rotation uh and then that following week I uh, was sick or something happened. So they called me they're like, Hey, I'm just, I'm like, wow, you're calling me. What's up? You know, they're like, well, we just wanted to make sure you were still working for this company and wondering where you've been. Cause we've missed you the last couple of rotations when you, cause you tend to just come in. I said, Oh, I'm sorry. You know, I'm like, with an attitude, like, well, I'm sorry. You know, that's the only thing I'm good for. Right. They're like, no, it's because we actually want to start renting from you. So that was the whole thing. I'm like, Holy crap, this really does work. If anything else, just stop in, drop it off. That was my signature. Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Toma. You know. Toma. Top of mind awareness. That's what you had yep. created. You were in right. front of them. You kept touching. You kept making those touches and right. touching and touching and touching. Not in that way, but you kept making positive yes. Content. impressions. Content. Right. Out of sight, out of mind. It really does work. Yep. And, and that holds true like with your friends, with your acquaintances that you may know, your community, right? Mm -hmm. Your kids, you know, out of sight, out of mind. And it's like, I always try to transition business stuff with home to kind of commingle because a lot of the stuff can transition to your personal life. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. And if you can 
and you could do that, then, man, that to me has helped out uh, tremendously. And back to what you were saying about selling this camera equipment or cell, cell phones. Uh, that's how I got my start, start in sales was working for Ritz Camera when I came out here. I didn't know lickety split of cameras, nothing. But I, I created a job uh, through the interview. And the guy gave me an opportunity. And man, I used to take home and just take thousands of pictures uh, with these cameras. And then that, that was the things, next thing since sliced bread. That was perfect. Yeah. And I became a real good sales guy that way. I'm like, oh, man, this is cool. Um, but listening to people, man, I think that's – I'm learning that and still learning that. Um, and uh, Regina can put her two cents in that. I am learning how to – still learning how to listen. Um, and I think with you and I, man, we connect on a different level as well, you know. Um, but I hope that helps. I hope that's, well, that, yeah, uh, you know, so and, and I do hope and, and like again, like I always say, um, uh, somebody brought this to my attention. If you say uh, I don't want to fail today, you're subconsciously telling yourself you're going to fail. Because yeah. that's the last word you heard yeah. in that sentence. Right. And I didn't realize that. So, man, I was like, like I said, management issues, whatever. I'm like, man, this is crap. And then next thing you know, somebody said that. And I'm like, so I changed my mode in the next two weeks. And I, man, psh, my, my sales went like this. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, and it's who, who you associate yourself with as well. I think that's important as well. Absolutely. Because uh, it, it does trickle over. It does, you know, it, it just bleeds into your everyday life and, I think Mark Savannah has spoken about stuff like that too. Well, what is the saying? You are the sum of your, your closest five friends. Yeah. You know, and, and I think, or the, the closest people, the people that you spend the most they time, with, the time with, yeah. you know, it's the truth is if you're, if you're around these people, then you are going to start to act like them or have their attitudes. And, and that works both positively and negatively, period. Let me tell you, man, if, if, if anybody here in, in Maryland and out of my circle of friends or uh, acquaintances, nobody has seen me at my worst because uh, I, I do. I used to have like no fuse at all temper. You know, it was like zero to 100, like seriously quick. Right. Moved out here and I completely changed my life around. And it was like, yeah, I had a short fuse, but it was longer short fuse and things of that sort. Now it's like, you know what? I really pick and choose my battles i still get aggravated or upset or angst but it's not like it used to be you know right. and um i'm learning that it's okay to say i don't know it's okay mm-hmm. that you're wrong you know um and it's okay to to take the hit you know like in sales i've learned to take a hit even though my mechanics or my shop or my operations messed up who's the forefront person that the client sees it's you right so I'm like, and a lot of clients know that it wasn't you, but they respect the fact that you're willing to take the hit. And they say, mm-hmm. you know what? That tells you a lot about your character. And I don't air out dirty laundry. Yep. You know, yep. I could be blasting at my old employers, but you know what? Why? There's no yeah. need for it. it it's not going to do any good. And I learned that lesson the hard way in the cell phone industry as well, man. The first, the first outfit I worked for, little, little tiny shop. Like I said, there's three or four of us is all there was. And the owner was not great at ordering the phones on time. So if we had a special order, he wasn't phenomenal at ordering them on time. So what would happen is I would say, okay, we're ordering them tomorrow. It takes us five days to get them in. 
come in next Wednesday. I'll have it here. We'll get it put together and blah, 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 blah. And they'd come in the next Wednesday. I would roll in the back. There's no phone. Oh, well, man. Folks have paid three, four, or five hundred dollars for this phone, and there's no phone. And I'm like, oh, crap. So when I very first started, it was easy to say, well, the schmuck in the back or this guy, the job, blah, 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 blah. It's his fault, blah, blah, blah. And I, I slowly realized that people weren't, then they lost respect for me. And as soon as I turned that around, like you just said, is that I'm like, oh, hey, I apologize. I might have wrote the uh, date down. I might have I might have screwed this up. Let me check on it. Let me get it done. Let me take care of this for you. Come back in two days, right? And then I'd go back in the back and just ream my boss a new one and say, <laughs> I know, that's, I know, listen, exactly. you know, <laughs> kind of a deal. But when they came back in, I'd be very apologetic. Hey, man, I'm so sorry. I know that this is a time issue, blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And they're like, it's good. You took care of it. Yes, we're frustrated, but you're taking care of it, and it's good. And guess what? They kept buying phones from me and kept buying yeah. phones from me. And as soon as I learned that lesson to take responsibility for oopses and oh shits, then my business changed significantly. It really and did. and it and, and, and uh, um, you know, when you were saying that. You, you, the communication, it goes back to communication mm-hmm. with your clients. Mm-hmm. If you keep them ab- ab- uh, abreast of what's going on, keep them in the loop, uh, oh my gosh, man, they're, because that happened to me a couple of weeks ago too, where the machine was getting late to get delivered, and their foreman was calling my guy, and my guy was calling me, and it was just a circle, right? And then all of a sudden, the PM or the guy on site was calling their PM in the office, backdooring him, and I'm like, oh crap. So, and I apologize. And, and, but the second time around, I kept him in the loop and he says, man, that is now I have an answer. If they call as to what's mm-hmm. going on now, I'm in the loop. Uh, and they respect that. You, you know, I, I think, I don't know what her name is, uh, that you grew up with the lady you stayed with when you were young, uh, you stayed in a garage or. Oh, somewhere. Vicky, Vicky. Yeah. Oh my gosh. She had such great, uh, topics. She had great yes. knowledge of what's going on. And I'm sure she can agree with you on that or with me on that, that you got to communicate with your clients. Yeah, if you keep absolutely. that door open, um, you know, back to what I do, uh, try that. I, I would, I would suggest somebody try that. Just go to the mall, sit down, just observe, go to the amusement park, sit down and observe people and, you know, just randomly pick a person. Uh, they may look like they're having a bad day or they're happy or you see something, a tattoo or whatever. And just, Say hi to him and say, "Hey, I got a question for you." Just kind of like, "Bah," you know, right? Um, and just go from there. And that not only that that gets me out of my comfort zone, and it, it teaches me that I can approach anybody. Uh, I think that's why I do so well in EMS. Uh, you know, doing the, the ambulance thing. I didn't say ambulance; I said ambulance. Boy, that killed me. Um, is is because I I have seconds to connect with somebody right and if i do man i'm done as a matter of fact somebody said uh chris Koch, he was uh he commented on hey it's a fact about me right uh him and i had been on on plenty of motor vehicle accidents and typically if there were babies involved or kids i always got thrown that at them you know it's like why take care of the kids you know like why me because you're good with kids i'm like no okay fine quit picking on me because i know i'm a kid you know that kind of yeah 
but I would connect to them and it would be like that, you know, if you can connect like that with your kids, I mean, look how, you know, I love them, you know, and they're like, they're, they're crazy funny and stuff, but, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a genetic thing. Um, but you know, I, it, <clears throat> anyway, but, but I hope that helps out, man. I hope, uh, I hope that that whole communication, man, it's just, do Connecting it. with people, you know, and here's what's crazy is, you know, when I'm Ubering, I have anywhere from, you know, five, 10 to, to 30 people in my car any given day. And it's so interesting. It's, it's a, it's such a great Petri dish to just figure out things and, and work on things. And it's, I'm still trying to figure out why I have such a hard time connecting with some people. There are some people who get my car. They just do not want to respond. They don't, they just want to sit there, play on their phone and not say three words. And I, I don't let it bother me, but I do get, I do get a kick out of it because I'm like, okay, Fair enough, because it's all about respecting other people. Right. You know, I'm right. not going to force you to talk to me. I'm not going to sit there and just run my mouth. If you want quiet, I'll, I'll let you have quiet. But one time, um, picked up a couple gals, and I'm driving along, and I'm using my icebreaker. Hey, how you doing? What you got planned for the night? You know, just just the chit chatty stuff. And they're like, "Oh, nothing much. Oh, we're fine." <laughs> Don't you hate that? You're like, Dude. Oh, we're going here. I'm like, okay, fair enough. You don't want to talk. You're giving me one, two word answers. Fair enough. I just turned up the radio just a touch. I'm like, all right, cool. We'll chill. We'll just chill. The only, the only negative response I've ever gotten in the three years I've been Ubering, the only negative response was from these gals. He, you can work on your conversational skills. Next time you're like, do, do the one word thing. Hey, pause. Hey. Can I? <laughs> I just do that. ask you, you know, and just drive a little bit. Uh, right. You know, uh, right. There is a book. There is a book, and I'll send you a link. I, it is escaping me. It's the truths behind service or something like that. Uh, and it's in there. Uh, the guy. It's it's the uh, Johnny the Bagger story. Have you heard that? It, that book is based on Johnny the Bagger story. Uh, it's about this uh, kid that had Down syndrome. Uh, worked at a, as a bagger at a grocery store, and he went to some seminar. He says how. How can I be unique? How can I uh, uh, put my signature on customers? So then he, he, after learning this, he said that he could. He went home, put a thought of the day, had his dad do this on his computer 50 times, cut out slips, and every time uh, somebody would buy it, he'd, gro- he'd bag the groceries, he would put the thought of the day in there. And the next thing you know, the lines were enormous, only in Johnny's line, because these people wanted to hear his thought of the day. See what I'm saying? I love uh, so it. There's a, yeah, so there's a taxi driver that uh, that was um, he did his mission statement, and maybe that's something you need to try. Something different. Uh, he had a mission statement, you know, try to get here, there, and there safely, blah blah blah, and so on and so forth. Then he asked what they wanted, uh, you know, soft drinks, coffee, whatever, and then reading material. Or here's a list of playlist, radio playlists, things of that sort. It's complete signature. Maybe you know, you might want to try something like that. That's a good. I'll send you the link of that, uh, the name of that book. Yeah, dro- drop it in the comments below. I will. Yeah, it's a great read. Uh, I listen on audio. That's where I'm getting a lot of my my stuff. You know, 
uh, stop complaining, man. You know, just because if you start complaining at the beginning of the day when I roll out of bed and I walk out of the house, my day is going to go crap the whole mm-hmm. day. And it's hard to recover, right? Especially if you have one bad scenario, one bad client, one bad connection, your day is done, man. Yeah. You're in a dump. Uh, that's why, you know, people like you, you're there. I call, I vent on you and blah, 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 and whatever. And it just gets me through the day. I think you and I had that conversation yesterday, man. I really mm-hmm. do appreciate it. And I was like, hey, I, I needed your call, man. No worries, dude. Yep, you know, yep. sometimes I do that with Michelle. Yeah, I called Michelle out of the blue. I hadn't talked to her in a long time. He's like, Michelle, two L's, what's up? You know, uh, you got a script that we could talk about today? You know, that kind of deal, right? But but uh, at the end of the day, you always need that one person, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, and it doesn't necessarily have to – I beat up on my wife too much with all my day-to-day stuff. Sometimes it's okay to go off script right. and go yeah. talk to somebody else. So, But uh, do, I hope that helps out, man. Do me a favor, everybody. Uh, if you feel comfortable, tag whoever that person is in the comments. So if you have that person that like Juan and I, I have two or three other people. If I'm having a crap day and I need to smile and laugh, then I give them a call. So if you feel comfortable doing it, uh, tag them in the comments. And so yeah. then that way we can love on them a little bit. Cause... I, I'm willing to, I, I'm dude, I, I'm like so excited with some of the people that you've known, like, uh, um, Oh, uh, summer, you know, yeah. I, sometimes I want to, she's, she's awesome. Right. Some of the stuff that she does on Facebook with her family, crazy, right? She would be one person that I can connect with right away. You know, it's just cause we mm-hmm. have a lot in common. Not, not, that, not, not only that she LDS, I am too, and things of that sort, but just, just stuff in common, man. It's just like, holy crap. I'm not the only one that does quirky stuff like that. You right. know what I mean? Right. Um, so, but yeah, man, tag, tag there, please reach out to me. I saw a couple of people from Chi Town. They were like, "Hey, how do I do on this link, or how do I know about this? What we're doing?" Right. Uh, you know, Steve Donis and things of like that sort reaching out. Um, but yeah, man, let's do it, dude. Uh, I'm I'm getting ready to get back to the fat boy status over there. You know, uh, the uh, what do you call it? The uh, throwback flick stuff. You know, I, I'm really looking forward to doing something like that. Again. Well, and we're working on it, man. It, it's uh, it's going to take us a little while, but we're we're getting there. I'm I'm starting to put the parts and pieces of that back together, and it's going to be so much fun, so Dude, much and, fun. And and then next time you're in town, maybe we should do a dry run of that. You there know, you just, go. Uh, get and get Rick involved, man. Get get Rick Smith involved. <laughs> as long as we have Tim in the back seat, uh, only oh, we're only going to do it if Tim's in the back seat. Dude, that was so hilarious. Is him popping up his head just say, uh, I think this. I'm like, oh, shit. We forgot he was there. I'm like, my bad, Tim. <laughs> That's because you're a jerk face one and you forget. Absolutely. Him. Absolutely. Just saying. Man, I mean, I man, love you. Doing, hey, but, you know. I love you too, brother. Hey, you know what, man? Keep doing what you're doing, man. You're doing really good things. You're doing fantastic things. I learn, I learn stuff, uh, uh, things to do and things not to do from you. And I really do appreciate that on both spectrums. Uh, and, and man, just, uh, you, you are somebody, man. This whole thing about the body language, that's phenomenal. It is freaking phenomenal, man. It's like you, you are going to make big things out of this, dude. You're going places. And you know what? And honestly, I'm right at the ground, right at the ground with you. You're going to grow and, and I'm right behind you, you know? Well, uh, we're going to do this together. And, and I, I, I had an epiphany about myself this morning and then we gotta we gotta wrap this up but yes 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 so this is easy for me doing this kind of stuff is easy for me and so i've been trying to figure out why doing my body language episodes or videos has been difficult for me and yet this is easy this is this comes naturally this 
this flows for me, but those are, that's a struggle for me. And I think I had my epiphany as to why this morning is that this right here is not about me. Even though people are saying, Dale, you're doing it, Dale, you. No, it's not me. This is not about me. This is about you. At this moment, this is about Juan Cortez. You right. know, next week, it's about Rhonda Boyle. Last week, it was about Vicky. You know, this isn't about me. Yeah, I'm throwing my stuff in there too, but this isn't about me. But when I'm in front of the camera and I'm talking the body language, that's 100% me. And that's what I'm struggling with. Is you you got to get over that, man. You gotta I do. And I haven't figured out how yet. Yeah. And let me tell you one more thing and then we'll let you go is remember I said a couple of weeks ago, I said, why would you want to interview me, bro? Why? I am not at the caliber uh, of those other people like the Vickies of Summers and the Johns and all that. But I do appreciate. No, no, seriously, I do appreciate you and everybody that listens and everybody comments and, and the, the great following that I have, because honestly, it's it's a humbling experience, mm-hmm. man, that there are people out there that actually do like me for me. <laughs> You know what I mean? But, and I appreciate that you actually, yeah, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just um, a little bit. A little bit. You can take that down. Anyway, so Please I stop. do appreciate that. And I do appreciate whoever's out there listening um, and that chimes in. And uh, and I, I thank you for giving me the opportunity to be on. Uh, let's Absolutely. do it again. Uh, whenever Absolutely. you need, yeah, whenever you need it, man, let me know and we'll do it again. Here's and the I thing, hope I man. helped out. I do help. I hope, I hope somebody got something out of it, man. I don't know. Well, if nothing else, your beautiful face. Well, so here's here's the thing, man, is the more I do this and the more I'm evaluating my friendships and my mentors and the people who influenced me, the more I'm looking at everybody that I know, I'm like, holy crap, they are doing these things. Or holy crap, they, they've done this for me. Or they're doing these things for these people. Dude, we all are making an impact. You know, some people bigger than others. Right. But that's all that's all in perception. That's that's subjective. That that is subjective. That, and that finger in the camera. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. No, you're not. And so that's why that's why I have zero issues with throwing anybody in this. You know, if if you're willing to do it, we're going to do it. And it's you know, I was talking about this with with Vicky as well is that it's it's crazy to me because to me, and this is a self-defeating thought and I understand that, but at the same time is I'm nobody. I'm just, I, I'm, I'm just using a talent that I've developed over time, which is, you know, baffling people with my bullshit and just talking and, <laughs> and bragging on people, you know? And yet people are looking now at me and they're like, Oh, well, I don't think I'm good enough. The hell are you talking about? You're not good enough. You're amazing. You know? Yeah. So, all right. Well, you're getting cold. You are, man. You are amazing. You are amazing. Well, okay. Thank you. So, all right. Keep let's doing, keep doing what you're doing, brother. All Thanks right, man. for hanging out with us. Uh, Juan, I appreciate you, brother. I appreciate everyone. Michelle, she's been down there just typing her fingers out, making comments. I, I don't see that. I, I don't get to see the commentary. I, I yeah, don't well, see it, but I will later. That. There's a reason for that. Um, yeah. We <laughs> usually put you in the corner and tell you, you know, call you baby. I, you do. You do. I always end up sitting in the corner somewhere over yeah, there. You usually because, you know, just saying. Um, just saying. But with all that, guys, thank you very much hanging out with us. Next week, I'm I'm super excited for next week. 
Uh, hey, dude, one of our mutual friends is going to be on next week. I haven't put it out yet. Crystal Saxon is going to be telling us no. her story. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. So I've got Crystal Saxon on next week. Um, cancer survivor. She's a she's amazing singer. She just dropped an album. She's getting ready to drop an el- another Christian album this year. And so she's on next week. And then also Fantastic, next week, man. I have Rhonda Boyle on who is part of the Gallup Strength Finders Coach program. And um, she's going to be doing the reveal for my Strength Finders list. And so she's going to be going over that next week. So, dude, thanks, brother. Make sure you put your contact info in the bottom. Will do. Um, Hang out with me for just a minute, brother. Everyone else, have an awesome day. And like, you know, Juan always says, it's a beautiful day when you wake up.